you've lost a loved one, it's a very painful, grief-filled period of one's life. Some people feel that they have experienced a double grief if they've lost a loved one just prior to Yom Tov. They feel that the shiva is cut short and they're therefore robbed of their period to mourn. Welcome to the Transformative Duff. Today we are on page 19, Duff Yutes of Moed Cotton. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman and we learn that the shiva period is for the deceased. And if the shiva is cut short, that means that your loved one gained immediate entry into heaven. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The news reached the family of Rav Yecheskel Abramsky that his son Rav Moshe had died in London and he would be brought to Israel to be buried. However, given his old age and frailty, the family members were afraid to tell Rav Yecheskel. They decided to wait until after the funeral and then to ask the Rav's personal physician to break the news to him. The doctor would know how to convey the news with sensitivity and provide medical attention if the shock was indeed too much to bear. But before the plan could be implemented, Rav Yecheskel discovered the truth. He and his wife were discussing his brother-in-law, Rav Yitzchak Arieli, and she mentioned how much she admired Rav Yitzchak's strength and faith. Despite losing both a son and a daughter, his spirit was not broken and he was still full of energy and joy, she said. Her comment alerted Rav Yecheskel to the fact that something was not quite right. What's happened to our Moshe? Rav Yecheskel suddenly asked. And with that... The Rebbetzin had no choice but to tell him the news. The Rav looked at his wife with comforting eyes and related the following story. When Rebbe Meir's sons died, he was out of the house. His wife, Bruria, placed them on the bed and waited for Rebbe Meir to return. When he arrived, she told him that she had a Shiloh a question to ask. What's the halach when someone has entrusted you with an item, and in the course of looking after it you become very attached to it? Must you return the item? Of course, answered Rabbi Meir. You've only been entrusted with it temporarily. It's not yours to keep. Come then, Bruri replied, and see your two sons whom Hashem entrusted to us. He has come to collect that which he entrusted. After recounting this episode, Rabbi Cheskel thanked his wife for not hiding the tragedy from him, because he could now observe Shiva. Many people would come to visit the family, he told her, and this would comfort him. Says today's Gemara. Mishnah. One who buries his deceased relative three days before a festival has the Shiva rites nullified. Eight days before, the Shloshim rites are nullified. Says the Gemara, Abishol says he is permitted to cut his hair after the festival, for just as the observance of three days of mourning prior to the festival cancels the Shiva, so too the observance of seven days of mourning before the festival cancels the Shloshim. But our Mishnah states eight days. Abishol maintains the part of the day is like the entire day, and therefore the seventh day counts as both the last day of Shiva and the first day of Shloshim. And the sages in the Harada say, the halacha is in accordance with Abishol with regard to both the Shiva and Shloshim. For Shmuel said, the halacha follows the statement of the more lenient position in matters relating to mourning. Let's analyze the Gemara. Ordinarily, after the passing of a close relative, one observes a week of Shiva and a month of Shloshim. Shiva is the most intense period of mourning and includes rites such as sitting on low stools and visits of consolation from friends and community members. 
During Shloshim, you're allowed to leave the house, but many of the mourning laws continue, such as the avoidance of socializing and haircuts. These rituals offer an incredible therapeutic benefit, as the mourners take the time to properly process their grief and the turmoil of their emotions. But upon the arrival of a festival, these mourning rites are cut short. If a funeral takes place on Erev Yom Tov, the mourners may find themselves sitting shiva for just an hour or two. If the shiva plus one day of Shloshim are observed prior to the festival, our Mishnah states that the remainder of Shloshim would be cancelled. Abishol goes even further and rules that seven days cancels the Shloshim, as the shiva already concludes on the morning of the seventh day. At that point, Shloshim begins and is then cancelled on the, at the onset of the festival. In my rabbinic career, I have encountered many mourners who have responded to this law with anger and despair. They feel robbed of their shiva. If shiva's cut short, what happened to the therapeutic process they so needed? How can the halacha determine how long they need to grieve? The Chassam Sofer explains that contrary to popular belief, our mourning rites are primarily for the benefit of the soul of the deceased and not for the bereaved. We spend the time of Shiva and Shloshim in deep introspection in order to improve our lives and thereby assist the soul of our loved one in its transition into heaven. The Yom Tov, however, has a special power to annul the judgment of the soul and is able to enter the gates of heaven immediately. Consequently, our morning duties are no longer necessary. On the contrary, we should celebrate the special merit that afforded the soul of our loved one the opportunity to enter heaven on an accelerated track. The Gemara decides in favor of Abishol's position on account of Shmuel's ruling that the halacha follows the statement of the more lenient position in matters related to mourning. How is a shortened shiva the lenient position? For the mourners, it can feel rather harsh to have their shiva stopped midstream. The answer is that we're being lenient on the deceased. Our early getting up from Shiva demonstrates our faith in the lenient and painless judgment of our dearly departed loved ones. Undoubtedly, as human beings, we don't have the ability to turn our emotions on and off with a flick of a switch. Just because the halacha has decided that it's time to jump back into regular daily life, it's not always so simple. The loss of a loved one does entail a journey of processing and dealing with the emotional challenges of a life that will never be the same. And nobody expects that the arrival of the festival simply wipes all of those emotions away. Some people need days to process their emotion, others need weeks or months. Everyone is different, and if you've experienced a bereavement, nobody should be telling you the right way to feel at any particular juncture. And despite the fact that the mourners are not officially in Shiva during the festival, friends should most certainly not desist from visiting them and strengthening their spirit during the period of sadness. From our earthly perspective, one could almost say that the notion of the festival nullifying the Shiva is a message to those comforting the mourners. Ordinarily, we need an official Shiva to remind us to stop our day-to-day -day lives and take a few moments to visit the bereaved who are not living their regular lives. When a festival occurs, all of us stop our routines. As we celebrate at home with our loved ones, it's natural to think about those who are not, and we become motivated to visit them and comfort them. The loss of a loved one is never easy. Our mourning rites help us through the bereavement period. When the shiva is shortened, it's all the more difficult. 
May we maintain our faith and be confident in the knowledge that the soul has transitioned smoothly and effortlessly into Gun Aiden. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.